Good morning. <coughs> Saturday morning, uh, October the 17th. <coughs> this morning we own chapter 16 of the book <coughs> Gentle and Lowly, <coughs> excuse me, by uh, Dane Portland. And uh, this one he entitles The Lord, the Lord. Uh, taken from Exodus um, 34, <clears throat> verse 6, um, and the uh, head heading of this is a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger. <clears throat> I'm going to do a little background before I start this chapter this morning just to help us. It's, uh, it's kind of special to me in a way. <clears throat> In uh, Exodus 33, um, you know, Moses is, the Lord is upset with the people. <clears throat> and Moses says, if I've found favor in your sight, please show me your ways that I may know you in order to find favor in your sight. That's a, that's a prayer we could say, Lord, show us your ways that we could find favor. We could walk with you. Um, we could understand how you are. <clears throat> and he says, uh, you know, God is threatened not to go with them. <clears throat> and Moses says, if your present will not go with me, uh, I'm not going. I mean, uh, is it not in your going with us that makes us uh, distinct. Think about that. Who who are we if God is not with us? I mean, that's what makes us special. Uh, not to the world, they don't care. But special in our own understanding of who we are. <clears throat> We're special because we belong to him. Uh, and so him being with us Walking with us daily makes us special <laughs> to us. I feel special because God loves me. <clears throat> and the Lord said to Moses, This very thing you've spoken I will do. For you have found favor in my sight, and I know your name. Remember what Jesus said? My sheep know my name. I know their name. Um, Moses said, Show me your glory. And he, God says, I will make my goodness pass before you and proclaim before you my name. Uh, I will be gracious to whom I'll be gracious and show mercy on whom I'll show mercy. <clears throat> but he said, you can't see my face. Um, for man shall not see it and live. But he said, there's a place by me where you shall stand in the rock. And while my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand and I, until I have passed by. <clears throat> Many years ago, I think it's like 81, I went to Israel <clears throat> with a group of men. And we went up, we climbed up on top of Mount Sinai the very place we're talking here. 
and we paired off, and I was with uh, Peter Marshall Jr., and there was a little place near the top. There was an indentation in, there was a trail along there, and there was a rock wall, and in the rock wall, it was like a, a cleft, and we sat back in the cleft for about an hour and prayed and read this scripture, picturing in our mind the glory of God going by. And uh, this is probably in the Old Testament one of the greatest. Uh, then it, let's read down in, in uh, chapter 34. <clears throat> Uh, so the Lord descended in the cloud and stood there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, I am, I am, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty. Um, if we could, Dane says, if we could only pick one passage from the Old Testament <clears throat> uh, to answer who is God, uh, you, you can't pick one better than this one in Exodus 34. <clears throat> he said, uh, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping faithful, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sins, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and children's children to the third and fourth generations, <clears throat> those who won't repent. Now, short of uh, the incarnation itself, this is perhaps the high point of divine revelation of the Bible, at least in the Old Testament. It's interesting. <clears throat> uh, Moses said, show me your glory. And he, and he says, okay, I'll make my goodness pass by. That's an interesting and I'll be gracious. Uh, and he said, you stand there on the rock, and when my glory passes by, I'll put you in a cleft and cover you. And he said, uh, and then in verse 34 again, he says, um, and the Lord, Moses said, the Lord says he will proclaim the name, his name. And then what he says he is, is gracious Anyway, let's keep going. Um, uh, it's probably a classic uh, normative statement to which Israel's prophets uh, regularly returned. In fact, it was almost like a credo. Um, the glory of God. <clears throat> um, what, when you think of it, what, what would your initial thoughts be of if someone says, define glory. In fact, as I looked in definition this morning, and it's not what God says, <clears throat> uh, we think of it as uh, awesome and majesty and 
great. But when uh, God Moses asked God to show his glory, how does God respond? He says, I'll make my goodness pass before you. Goodness. It, you know, as I said, glory for most people is greatness, not his goodness, but apparently not. Then God goes on to speak of showing mercy and grace to whoever he will. And he tells Moses that he will place him in the cleft of the rock and his glory will pass by. The Lord doesn't uh, pass by um, and defines glory. He does pass by, defines glory as grace and mercy. A merciful, gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. When we speak of God's glory, we're speaking of who God is, what he is really like, what makes God God. Our deepest uh, instincts generally expect him to be thundering and stern and unapproachable. Um, but God's heart is a heart of mercy. His glory is his goodness. His glory is his lowliness. Um, the psalmist in 138 says, great is the glory of the Lord, for th though the Lord is high, he regards the lowly. Consider these, Danes and uh, says, consider the words from Exodus <clears throat> 34, 6 through 7. Merciful and gracious. These are the first words out of God's own mouth after proclaiming his name. The first words. It's interesting, and when Jesus says who he is, he says gentle and lowly. God doesn't his, reveal his glory uh, as saying, the Lord, the Lord, exacting and precise, or the Lord, the Lord, tolerant and overlooking, or the Lord, the Lord, disappointing and frustrated. His highest priority and his deepest delight and first reaction of his heart is merciful and gracious. Um, slow to anger. Um, he goes on to point out that the Hebrew phrase actually meant long of nostrils. <laughs> then he compares it with a bull who has short nostrils <laughs> when he's coming after us. It, it take the point is, it takes much um, accumulated provoking to draw out his anger. Um, not like us, obviously. This is why the the Old Testament speaks of God being provoked to anger by his people dozens of times. <clears throat> um, his anger requires provocation. His mercy, though, is, is free, normal. Yahweh needs no provoking to love. 
only to anger. Then it goes on to say, abounding in steadfast love. Uh, that Hebrew word is is uh, for steadfast love is hesed. Uh, refers to God's special commitment to the people with whom He has gladly gladly bound Himself. Uh, it's an unbreakable covenant. The word faithfulness um, is means it it won't quit. It. Uh, despite all the reasons his people give him to quit, he's faithful. And he's not just uh, barely doing it, he's abounding in it. Keeping steadfast love for thousands, uh, thousands, generations. Um, Moses restates this in Deuteronomy 7, 9, saying, Know therefore that the Lord your God is a God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his, gener keep his commandments to thousands of generations. Um, Dane goes on to say, when he says thousands, it doesn't mean he's going to quit in 1001. It's just forever. And then, he, then the phrase, um, which is kind of a little harder to take, he said, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the children's children and the, to the third and fourth generation. Uh, he says it's initially hard to take, to hear, uh, but on reflection, in a way, offers comfort. Without it, all that comes before might be misunderstood as mere leniency. But God is not a softy, he says. He's one perfectly fair person in the universe. He's not mocked. We reap what we sow. Yes, our sins will be passed down to our children and our children's children. Uh, my own opinion of this is um, the effect of a father's sin uh, is passed down. It doesn't mean the children will sin like the father. And in another place, which I read from Ezekiel, he says, if the father sins, does that mean the kids of also guilty? He said, no, they're not. So we have to uh, interpret Scripture with Scripture. <clears throat> but the effects of a father's sins do uh, come down on his children and his children's children. So Dane goes back. He said, that's who God is. And according to his own testimony, his heart. Mercy and love. Um, John Owen, another great Protestant um, Puritan uh, teacher, said, when God solemnly declares his nature by his name to the full, that we might know and fear him, 
He does it by enumeration of these properties which may be conceived to us of his compassionness and forbearance. And not until the close of all makes any mention of his severity as that which he will not exercise towards any but such as by whom his compassion is despised. We don't despise his compassion. The Puritans understood that in this revelation to Moses, God is opening up to us his deepest heart. Um, he, he speaks of himself, as Sybil's put it, clothed in all sweet attributes. And he goes on to say, Sybil goes on to say, if we would know the name of God and see God as he is pleased and delighted to discover himself to us, let us know him by those names that he proclaims there, showing that the glory of the Lord in the gospel especially shines in mercy. Um, just a comment from me. Through the years, uh, pastoring, meeting with so many people, one of the biggest problems, I've said this before, is that people don't really see God as a God of mercy and love. They, they still have dark thoughts about who he is. Um, it takes a lot of suffering and a lot of sermons before we believe that God's deepest heart is merciful and gracious, slow to anger. Um, the fall, the fall, Genesis 3 talks about, um, sent us all into condemnation and, and the exile, he says. The fall also entrenched in our mind dark, dark thoughts of God. And he says, perhaps Satan's greatest victory in your life is not the sin which you regularly indulge in, but the dark the dark thoughts of God's heart. But of course, the final proof um, of who God is isn't found in Exodus, but in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Um, Moses can't see God's face and live, but humans did end up seeing God's face and not only lived, but have eternal life. Um, in John, in John 14, uh, John 1, verse 14, uh, in that area where he speaks of uh, the word becoming flesh, he says, and we've seen his glory. We, we also saw the glory as Moses did, but we see the glory in Jesus Christ, full of grace and truth. And and Christ possessed all the fullness, the same traits as God the Father. Um, and then he goes on to talk about how God was passing by Moses, and then he talks about it connecting to when Jesus passed by, was intending to pass by his disciples on the Sea of Galilee when he was walking on the water. Uh, you get the book and read 
what he says about that. I'm not going into that this morning. Um, but we, we see the Lord revealing his truest test. Uh, we're seeing the shadow. Moses was seeing the shadow that one day we would see uh, in Christ Jesus becoming not the shadow, but seeing him. Um, we're shown that the heart, the heart in the Galilean carpenter who testified that this was his heart throughout his life, then he proved it when he went to the Roman cross, descending into hell in our place, that we might have eternal life. <clears throat> So, a merciful, gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in, in love for his people. That's us. That's him. Um, we're so blessed to know him, know his ways. Pray, pray that you might, and study that you might know his ways even more, that you may walk with him hand in hand. God loves you. Bless you this day. Um, this is the day the Lord has made. We rejoice in it. And these mercies are new this day for us. God bless you. See you tomorrow, Lord willing. Bye.